Welcome to Funding the Dream on Kickstarter, the number one podcast for the number one crowdfunding platform, Kickstarter. Now, here's your host, Richard Bliss. I'm Richard Bliss, the host. Like the man said, welcome to the show. My The guest I'm going to introduce is slightly different than the ones I've had in the past. Usually, as you listen to the show, you know that I often talk to people who've done a lot of prep work, who have planned and built up crowds and fans and put a lot of effort and time into building the fan base before Kickstarter. And that's something that we just all assume that you have to do. But not everybody necessarily believes that. And so I thought, you know what, let's have a guest on who hasn't done that necessarily, who's kind of put in a little bit of effort. They've got a few fans on Facebook, nobody really on Twitter. Um, and, and that's about the extent of it. So no crowd, no fans, but they're launching a product and a company and trying to raise $25,000 and they might do it. So uh, I had them on the show. They're going to be on the show. You're going to listen to my interview with them and maybe I'm wrong. So we'll see if uh, this organization and their product is able to do a successful Kickstarter raising $25,000 without necessarily putting in a lot of effort to build the fan base and the crowd beforehand. Okay, let's go. Oftentimes with my guests, I like to reach out and find somebody who has something unique to bring to the show, something, a new insight. In this case, I found somebody who is bringing to Kickstarter a product that's a little bit different than our traditional uh, guests have. It's a technology product. They're early in the stage, but they're about to launch, and I thought I'd have them come onto the show to give you some insights about what they're going through, what they hope to accomplish, and kind of how they got to this point. So my guest is Harold Stewart. Harold, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Harold, you are the CEO of Aiken Technologies. That's A-K-E-N Technologies. And you, this is your first Kickstarter campaign, right? Yes, correct. And so tell us a little bit about this product that you're, uh, you're about to put on Kickstarter. Okay, well, it's basically a uh, liquid repellent that is um, particular for uh, textiles. So it's basically a new and revolutionary uh, product that uses nanotechnology and its uh, super hydrophobic properties to protect your uh, valuable, valuable assets against like liquids, stains, dirt, mud, uh, and other spills. To be a bit more technical, it's um, a formula composed mostly of um, uh, nanoparticles that um, uses a strong hydrophobic coating to, to repel against these liquid-based solutions. Okay. And so this is something that you, um, your company is producing, and so you thought that you would bring this to Kickstarter to, uh, to make that available. So um, at what point did you decide that you wanted to put this on Kickstarter? Well, actually, um, we, we all know the great um, stories about our crowdfunding, and um, we believe that this was the best platform to actually validate a market for such a product, being that it's so unique. We wanted... Or um, or backers to actually show us that look there is a need for this you know look there is a market and we believe that Kickstarter was a perfect platform to actually prove this and also to actually get some backing in order to get towards the next phase for uh, production. Okay, let's talk about that because you're asking for twenty five thousand dollars. That's the goal that I'm, I'm looking at your preview page. You're asking for $25,000. What is it that you're going to do um, with that $25,000? What's that goal? Well, um, we definitely need to do um, a bit more testing as well as a certification for um, different claims, 
uh, for the product. So aside from that, um, there's definitely a minimum order of quantity for our solution, being that um, we've um, mostly developed our end solution, but there's still a bit more work that needs to be done. And in order to get to that next level, there is a, um, a financial cost to it, which we are kind of, you know, backed against the wall right now. Sure. So when you talk about that next level, what would, uh, what would that look like, that next level? What would you hope to accomplish with that? Well, um, our um, formulation, um, it's mostly complete, um, but there, there's certain aspects of it. For instance, um, we've added an antimicrobial anti-micro- agent, which basically um, fends off any type of um, bacteria or, or fungi um, that comes in contact with it. So that's a step above just a self-cleaning solution. You know, no one else is doing that. So by going the extra mile to provide a solution that creates a completely safe, green, and eco-friendly um, solution or treatment of this aspect, it does take um, a lot of funds to get it to that point since it's completely new. Okay. And so you're looking for this $25,000, and that's going to help you, um, what, to, to do some marketing, to attract some customers? What is it that that $25,000 is going to do for you? Yeah, well, $25,000 is basically going to get the product finished, tested, as well as to get um, some orders in so we can actually start um, producing and shipping out to our customers. Okay. When you say, and you're talking about we, so how long has the company been around? Um, The company, well, we first started working on um, this treatment about a year ago. And um, we've, um, we've we're definitely built up on um, quite a few amazing guys who are basically dedicated to, you know, pro- providing a unique solution to this problem. You know, everybody gets things, um, everybody has, um, you know, accidents, and we basically just come together as uh, engineers, entrepreneurs, and just people who are passionate about um, the, this type of um, solution. We've all came t- together to actually produce um, this product, so it's definitely a team effort on our part. I can imagine. And in yeah. your case, uh, we were talking just briefly beforehand. You are located in Albuquerque, New Mexico, but you're a recent transplant to that area, aren't you? Yes. Um, actually, um, up until a month ago, I was an engineer for um, the Department of Defense in uh, Maryland. Um, today, I'm full time working on this product in uh, Albuquerque. So I'm very dedicated to, to this product, you know, um, quit a job <laughs> and actually uh, took a leap of faith, you know. Yeah, that's a, that's a big leap of faith. When you, when you get, over this past year as you've been developing the product and getting it ready to, to bring to market, uh, you, you're looking to put it on Kickstarter. You, you said that you have it in the approval process right now. Yes. Uh, do, did, you, did you look at other platforms, something like Indiegogo or some other platform out there that might be easier to get it up on? Um, I've, I've definitely considered it, um, but just um, the reputation beyond Kickstarter um, I like the fact that they're hands-on about the type of product that they do allow. So even though it's more of a barrier, I think it was a necessary step as far as um, building trust and just a platform where we know that, you know, we are for our, back, for our backers, you know, as well as trying to put our product onto a platform that is um, well-regulated, you know? Sure. 
Yeah. Sure. And, and in this case, you are um, you're going to put the product up there, and then people are going to be able to start pledging for that. Um, I, I was just looking at the delivery date. How soon is it that you expect to be able to deliver this? I, I, so it says August 2014. That's just, uh, that's just in a couple of months, isn't it? Yes. Yes. As I've said earlier, really um, the formulation is basically almost complete. So all we need is a few more testing, and um, we should be ready in about a month or two. Um, and we definitely do believe that we can hit that uh, mark before time, being uh, that we've already came this far in development, where no other setbacks should um, get in the way. Our manufacturing is set, or um, and our, all of our other um, challenges, we've already uh, went ahead and uh, cleared clear those up. Okay, and you talk about how big is your team? You've talked about several other people here. Um, so it's not just you, right? No, no, it's not. Um, it's a team of um, five individuals. And so you guys kind of yeah, came that. together and said, hey, I think we can do this, and uh, kind of struck out and a uh, little entrepreneurial spirit here to make this happen. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. So, so um, yes. So you've moved to is, – is the company headquartered in Albuquerque? What took you to New Mexico? That's an interesting place to go all the way from Baltimore. Yeah, well, um, one of our partners actually um, are located in uh, New Mexico. We believe that it's best to have um, everything at a central location. So I decided um, that I'll be the one that um, to you know relocate. Picks up and, and move. And uh, had you been to Albuquerque before? I have been before um, to actually, um, you know, business meeting um, to go over that sure. product. Sure, and I need stuff. to make sure for all my fans who live in New Mexico and Albuquerque that I'm not implying that it's not a good place to live. Um, it's just a, it's a dramatic change from uh, Baltimore, that's for sure. And, um, it is. It is. It is. That's a big change. And uh, and it, do you have any family or anything? Did you leave any family back in Baltimore, or is it just kind of like, hey, this is you kind of the, pursuing that American dream and, and off doing this on your own? Um, well, I have no family here in New Mexico. It's, I basically left all my family back home. So big, big challenge, big yes. change. So most of the time getting ready for a Kickstarter campaign, um, the first thing you want to do is also go out and kind of test the market before the Kickstarter. Do you have some some suggestions, some ideas, what have you done to kind of get the awareness or to get yourself ready for this Kickstarter campaign? Some things that you've done for the company or the product or okay. anything like that? Well, we've definitely been building up um, a social media following. You know, we believe that you know, the best thing we can have is people are ready to back us the day we launch. So we definitely went ahead and we built up a um, social media following. We've also reached out to quite a few bloggers um, and publishers of our uh, Major um, web websites such as uh, CNET, uh, Digital Trends, Huffington Post, and we all, you know, send out um, emails, personal emails, not just generic emails, personal ones to let them know about our product, including media kits, um, you know, fully enhanced photos, everything that they'll need to write a story. So we make it easy for them, you know, and um, really that's it. We're just trying to build a media following build a backer, a backer following, um, and, and through that, we've been able to get quite a few buzz going around our product. How would, how would somebody find your um, you said social media? Where would people find you on social media? Uh, yes, you um, can definitely find us at uh, facebook.com slash liquidauth, L-I, 
Q-U-I-D-O-F-F. And the same for Twitter, twitter.com slash liquidoff. So if we go out there. Okay. So uh, you've got yourself a nice uh, Facebook page that you've created. And then uh, out on Twitter, they can just find you on liquidoff on Twitter. Yes. So, okay. And uh, as you start moving forward... Anything else that you've done? You've talked about reaching out to these um, bloggers and, and that type of thing. Um, any Has there been any challenges reaching out to them? Um, there definitely has been. Um, you know, um, email doesn't always do it, so we went and uh, to the proactive approach of actually calling them, and we realized that our, um, our conversion rate when we call is much higher than sending an email, so... You know, for uh, future um, people who want to go on Kickstarter, take the time out to actually um, reach out to these bloggers aside from emails because they get bombarded with emails, you know, on a daily basis. So try and reach out um, in as as many different uh, ways as possible, whether it's through um, social media, the phone, um, whatever it is, but go on just one way is not always the most effective. So That's that's very true. One way is, is not always the most effective. So um, what happens if you don't make it? Because you know, less than half of uh, all projects on Kickstarter fail. And so do you have a kind of a plan B as you go into this um, in case uh, things don't work out for you? Well, we've been booster-strapping this from the beginning. Um, you know, whether or not we have a successful Kickstarter campaign, um, Liquid Off will still hit the market. It may not be as soon as we would like, but it will still go on. Um, you know, as I say, we're a dedicated team. Um, we're going to do whatever it takes to get it out there. Um, and Kickstarter might not be the, the right route to go um, if it doesn't get funded, but I'm sure we, we, we can definitely have it on the market soon. So um, one of the things would be, uh, as I'm looking here, I'm looking at your um, – so for Twitter right now, kind of low on those numbers, aren't you? Yes. Um, I've, I've mostly been focusing on uh, Facebook. Um, Twitter is a bit new to me personally. Um, so I've already hired out to, um, social media interactions to someone else, and they should be starting in a couple of days. So. If, you don't f- uh, if, you, if you don't fund – are yes. you thinking about the idea of uh, canceling and just and with a little bit more time and preparation relaunching again? Is that a strategy that you'd be willing to pursue? Um, really, um, if if it doesn't get funded, uh, we have um, you know other methods of uh, getting it you know out the doors and you know and on the market. So I don't you know as I said, Kickstarter is really a uh, validation. Um, platform for us personally and if we don't get that back in on um, Kickstarter we might um, reassess our product and possibly aim it at a different market and see how it plays out alright so yeah. it, uh, as, as people go to check out the product after they, they listen they go to the website the website is liquidoff.com the twitter handle is liquidoff the facebook page is facebook.com slash liquidoff if somebody wants to find out a little bit more about your background and kind of where you've come from, is there uh, some contact information for you out there? Oh, well, yeah, they can uh, definitely reach me on uh, my uh, personal Facebook, uh, which is uh, facebook.com slash herald.p.stewart. Okay. 
Yes, um, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm always available if um, anyone has any questions or just want to reach out to me personally. Harold, thank you so much for, uh, for joining us on the show. Thank you very much. Really appreciate it. You've been listening to Funding the Dream on Kickstarter. My guest has been Harold Stewart. He's the CEO of Aiken Technologies. Their product is Liquid Off. It's uh, waiting approval to go out on Kickstarter. I had him on to kind of talk about some of the challenges and some of the uh, journey that they've done to get to this point as they wait to see what Kickstarter says about their project. Thank you for listening. Take care. Take care.